The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Pretty soon it'll be time to batten down the hatches. The colder weather is coming, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2022, Wednesday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. John Houghton. Born in 1486, a native of Essex, he served as a parish priest after graduating from Cambridge. Then he became a Carthusian and then the prior of the Carthusian Charterhouse of London. As an opponent of King Henry VIII's acts of succession and supremacy, he was arrested with other Carthusians, but was released temporarily. He refused to swear the oath of supremacy, and so he was arrested again and dragged through the streets and executed with four companions by being hanged, drawn, and quartered. Pope Paul VI canonized him in 1970 as one of the 40 martyrs of England and Wales. St. John Houghton died in 1535. St. John Houghton, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you were here present I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing, May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the gospel. May the church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. In today's Gospel, Saint Luke describes how Jesus is approached at one point and asked a very, maybe a difficult question, certainly an important question. And the question is simply this, Lord, will there be only a few saved? Now, our Lord's reply is not, don't worry, of course, everybody will be saved. So just sit back and enjoy the rest of your life. Rather, Jesus says something very different. He says, try your best 
to enter by the narrow door, because, I tell you, many will try to enter and will not succeed. Those words are a little bit chilling, I think. It doesn't seem to be any doubt that Jesus is saying that, well, there are those who will try to get to heaven, or at least, in a certain sense, will want to enter, but in another sense won't, actually, and will, in fact, then go to hell. It would be nice to believe that we're all going to heaven, nobody's going to hell, but the only problem is that Jesus speaks so clearly here and elsewhere in the Gospel precisely about the existence of hell. The passage goes on in the same vein, and our Lord says, Once the master of the house has got up and locked the door, you may find yourself knocking on the door and saying, Lord, open to us, but he will answer, I do not know where you come from. Then you will find yourself saying, We once ate and drank in your company, you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I do not know where you come from. Away from me, all you wicked men. So it is It is frightening, because each of us thinks, What about me, Lord? What about those that I love? It is frightening that word, Away from me, all you wicked men. And also, where our Lord says, Many will try to enter and will not succeed. What is the answer to this? Well, first of all, it is a great mystery. It is the mystery of evil. And it does show us that our life is a very important thing. It makes no sense, of course, if at the end of it we don't win heaven. Nothing, no matter what we've done on earth, would be worth it if at the end, as the Lord said, you could gain the whole world. But if you lost your own soul, what's, what's the point? What do we do? What's the answer to this? I think the first thing is that we realize from our Lord's words what an awful thing sin is and that we avoid it with all our might, that it is a terrible trap and that if we were not to repent for serious sin, it would make us lose eternal life. It would make us lose our souls. So we have to hate sin. And hating a sin, the best way, the best thing we, we, we do is that we just simply very simply resolve to avoid sin with all our might, as, as best we can. There's a story told of a, a travelling salesman who arrived in a, a little village, a little rural village, with little boxes for sale. And uh, he, he called these cures for donkey kicks. And the villagers were very enthusiastic because they were always, they were always getting kicked by their donkeys. So in no time at all, he sold all the boxes and he was preparing to leave and the first person opened their box. And, and he said, hey, there's only, there's only a length of string in here. This is a scam. And the, the salesman said, no, it's no scam. If you keep that length between you and the rear end of the donkey, you'll never be kicked again. No. So there's something in that, that that's simply it. Keep clear of temptations, keep clear of sin, and you won't have any trouble. But that's not all. There is nothing, we know, there's nothing that God will not forgive us when we go back to him asking for forgiveness. There's absolutely nothing that God is not prepared to forgive. We think of, we think of the difference between Judas and, and St. Peter. Judas really kind of refused, I suppose, to accept that that he could be forgiven for doing something as as truly nasty as his betrayal of Jesus. 
St. Peter does something not as bad, but it's still pretty bad, his denial of Jesus. But he does not despair, does not despair of the possibility of being forgiven by our Lord. And that's so important. There's a beautiful example also of the good thief. Remember hanging on the cross beside Jesus. And how after a life dedicated to at least thievery, if not assaulting people and a, and a very mixed up life this this man changes his life in the last minutes perhaps even of his life with a beautiful act of contrition having observed Jesus having his heart being won by by the example of Jesus beside him even though people say he actually his last act of theft was to steal the heart of Jesus which he does with with the words, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingly power. Very simple petition. Not even asking for forgiveness, just don't forget me. Put in a good word for me. Don't forget that I was here by your side. And Jesus' reply is, is really truly stunning. Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Today, within within an hour or two, that man will be together with Jesus in heaven, he's been told. How simple, how simple it was for him to win heaven with that very simple act of contrition. And so it should help us never to despair. When we do read these these hard words about many, many not entering by the narrow gate, or depart from me, you wicked man, these these words which are were true, but they just have to lead us to resolve our Lord I will do my level best to avoid sin. And then if through weakness or stupidity or a combination of both, I fall into sin, I know that's not the end. I know that the only thing, the only real disaster, in a sense, is despair. That I would despair and um, think that you couldn't forgive me. There's nothing but nothing that God is not prepared to forgive us. It's beautiful. We priests, I suppose, we, we have the great, great honor of of dispensing Christ's forgiveness in the sacrament of confession. It's very beautiful because there's nothing that will not be forgiven. Maybe there's certain sins that are they're called reserved, but most even most of them the priest can actually forgive there and then, and if not there and then, they can be forgiven within a short space of time. There's nothing that the church will ever say, no, that that sin can never be forgiven. What about what about the sin against the Holy Spirit that we hear about? Sometimes that gives people a bit of a headache. What about that? Is there some strange sin against the Holy Spirit that can never be forgiven? The Church explains that very simply. The Church, the, the sin against the Holy Spirit is is simply the refusal to accept God's forgiveness. In other words, it's despair, because it makes forgiveness impossible. It makes us not even ask for it. Oh, I can't. No, there's no point in even asking for forgiveness. That's the famous sin against the Holy Spirit. Nothing else is just not asking for forgiveness. When we ask, like the prodigal son, no matter what we have done, no matter how weak we are, and even if our contrition is is well, a little bit even half-hearted, like the prodigal son, how quick God forgiveness, forgives us and gives us that wonderful sacrament of confession to make it easier, to, so that it, also so that a priest can, can lead us through it, in fact, if we have problems. Difficulties are, what about this? What about questions? 
typically we'll, we'll have questions. And, and Jesus has wanted that there would be a priest, priest there and that Jesus would forgive us through the priest, using, as it were, the, the voice of the priest. The words, I absolve you from your sins, that he says, are perhaps the most consoling words that we can ever hear in our lives. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. The day is dawning and the liturgical day begins right now. We join with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry, Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, O the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow. The man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest. 
a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and 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 will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in Him. From the Book of Wisdom Hear, therefore, kings, and understand. Learn, you magistrates of the earth's expanse. Hearken, you who are in power over the multitude, and lord it over throngs of peoples, because authority was given you by the Lord, and sovereignty by the Most High, who shall probe your works and scrutinize your counsels. Because, though you were ministers of his kingdom, you judged not rightly, and did not keep the law, nor walk according to the will of God. Terribly and swiftly shall he come against you, because judgment is stern for the exalted. For the lowly may be pardoned out of mercy, but the mighty shall be mightily put to the test. For the Lord of all shows no partiality, nor does he fear greatness, because he himself made the great as well as the small, and he provides for all alike. But for those in power, 
a rigorous scrutiny impends. To you, therefore, O princes, are my words addressed, that you may learn wisdom and that you may not sin. For those who keep the holy precepts hallowed shall be found holy, and those learned in them will have ready a response. Desire, therefore, my words. Long for them, and you shall be instructed. Resplendent and unfading is wisdom, and she is readily perceived by those who love her and found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known in anticipation of men's desire. He who watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed, for he shall find her sitting by his gate. For taking thought of her is the perfection of prudence, and he who for her sake keeps vigil shall quickly be free from care, because she makes her own rounds, seeking those worthy of her, and graciously appears to them in the ways and meets them with all solicitude. For the first step toward discipline is a very earnest desire for her. Then care for discipline is love of her. Love means the keeping of her laws. To observe her laws is the basis for incorruptibility, and incorruptibility makes one close to God. Thus, the desire for wisdom leads up to a kingdom. If, then, you find pleasure in throne and scepter, you princes of the peoples, honor wisdom, that you may reign as kings forever. Now what wisdom is and how she came to be, I shall relate, and I shall hide no secrets from you. But from the very beginning I shall search out and bring to light knowledge of her, nor shall I diverge from the truth, neither shall I admit consuming jealousy to my company, because that can have no fellowship with wisdom. A great number of wise men is the safety of the world, and a prudent king the stability of his people. So take instruction from my words to your prophet. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. With pure intention I learned wisdom, and ungrudgingly I now share it. For, for wisdom, wisdom is, is an, an unfailing treasure for all peoples. peoples. Wretched is the man who rejects wisdom. God loves only the man who lives with wisdom. For, for wisdom, wisdom is an, an unfailing treasure for all peoples. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement, Pope. Let us put on unity of mind, thinking humble thoughts, exercising self-control, keeping ourselves far from all backbiting and slander, being righteous in deed and not in word only. Scripture says, He who says much hears much in his own turn. Or does the easy talker think that he is righteous? It is our duty, then, to be eager to do good, for everything is from God. He warns us, See, the Lord is coming, and the reward he brings is before him, for paying each according to his work. He urges us who believe in him with all our heart, not to be idle or careless in any good work, our boasting and our confidence must rest on Him. Let us be subject to His will. Let us look carefully at the whole host of His angels. They stand ready and serve His will. 
Scripture says, 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him, and a 1,000 thousand served him and cried out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole creation is full of his glory. We too, dutifully gathered together in unity of mind, should cry out to him continuously as with one voice, so as to share in his great and glorious promises. It is written, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, man's heart has not conceived what great things have been prepared for those who wait for him. Beloved, how blessed, how wonderful are God's gifts! Life with immortality, glory with righteousness, truth with confidence, self-control with holiness. All these are the gifts that fall within our understanding. What then are those gifts that are in store for those who wait for him? Only the most holy creator and father of the ages knows their greatness and their splendor. We should then strive with the greatest zeal to be found among the number of those who await him so that we may share in the promised gifts. How will this be, beloved? If our mind is fixed on God through faith, if we are diligent in seeking what is pleasing and acceptable to Him, if we fulfill what is according to His blameless will and follow the way of truth, casting away from ourselves all that is unholy. Lord, show me Your ways. Teach me to walk in Your footsteps. Guide me in Your truth. You You are are the the God God of my salvation. And And I I wait wait for you all day long. Look on me, Lord, and have pity on me, for I am poor and alone. You You are are the God of my salvation, and I I wait for you all day long. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, increase our faith, hope, and charity, and make us love what you command, so that we may merit what you promise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak for Wednesday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord is asked a very, very good and interesting question from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? Strive to enter by the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the householder has risen up and shut the door, you will begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us. He will answer you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There you will weep and gnash your teeth. 
when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrust out. Men will come from east and west and from north and south and sit at table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, keep in mind that when we ask God to help us out in some way, He always expects us to do our part. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Increased confidence in and dependence on God will not diminish our personal responsibility. God does not want us to be lazy or negligent in our duties. We have to do battle with physical or moral evil using the means available to us. We well know that our struggle itself is pleasing to God and that it can be the source of many supernatural and human fruits. In the event of sickness, we should accept it and offer it up to God. We should at the same time pursue whatever medical remedy is required, going to see the doctor resting, taking the appropriate medicines. In the case of injustice, social inequalities, and widespread poverty, we ought to join together with other people of goodwill in order to find practical solutions. We should react in the same way to ignorance and to obvious lack of formation. There could be nothing further from our Christian spirit than passivity in the face of deprivation, suffering, and need. God is our loving Father. He looks after us. He counts on our using our intelligence and common sense. He wants to work through the agency of our fraternal love. He has given us any number of talents which we should not allow to rust in disuse. We can be sanctified even when we apparently meet failure in our life. It may be that, in a particular instance, we could not have tried any harder. The Lord will readily sanctify these so-called failures, but cannot be expected to bless acts of omission or irresponsibility. Let us resolve to do whatever we see to be necessary in each situation and then pray omnia in bonum. Whatsoever the results may be, they should help us to love God more, to reinforce our union with Him. Through our divine filiation, we will encounter the protection and the paternal affection which everyone needs and treasures. St. Teresa gives us this advice distilled from her lifelong experience. Have confidence in him. Be of good heart, because his majesty is very solicitous to what you need. Have no fear that you will be lacking anything. When we draw close to the Lord, we can win every battle even those that appear to have been defeats. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Alleluia. God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O oh God, all, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, 
you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. The The Lord Lord is is king. king. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. The Lord is king. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed. 
those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I will bless bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with His Church all days until the end of the world. Let us give Him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Our Father, who who art art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on on earth earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. You've got a little bit of time left to enroll your loved ones in the relevant radio novena for departed loved ones. It will be prayed November 2nd through the 10th. You can submit up to 20 names for your designated loved ones. Go to relevantradio.com slash souls. That's relevantradio.com slash souls. Morning air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do it again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.